The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another edition of your health and fitness show. This is Inspire FM 105.1. Your host for tonight is Leo Nazar. Maybe you can all recognize my voice. I have been on this show for the last four or five years. Started off um, as a guest, um, and the last couple of years I've been a co-host, and only recently I've done a couple of shows where I've actually been the host myself. Right, before we go any further, the numbers to ring tonight tonight um, for WhatsApp number is 077-79-481822. If you have any questions or queries regarding anything that we go through tonight, obviously feel free to leave a message for us. We, we're not taking direct calls today because obviously it's quite a lot on today. The show tonight, if you're not aware of it already, it's the first part of the show, half an hour, is about martial arts and really specialists in children's martial arts so it's for kids different types of martial arts for the kids uh, and we have a little we've got a little guest on the show as well who can who can obviously give some advice on training um, etc and some uh, practicing and maybe a little demo later on if you have enough time um, and the second part of the show hopefully will be regarding adults um, boxing so if you are interested in these types of martial arts kids martial arts uh, then obviously tune in and see what any advice that we can give for you guys and the latter part of the show will be adults boxing classes and boxing basically um any questions or queries feel free to ring the number again yeah um leave uh, sms messages only um the direct number for the studio today we're not taking any messages so you'll have to ring in direct and leave a message on there rather than ring, ring directly to the studio the number again is oh triple seven nine four eight one eight double two Right, without further ado, I will introduce our young guest. He's, he's only, I believe, eight years old. Um, and he's been doing kickboxing for a little while. So hopefully uh, give him a round of applause. Um, hello, dear Dean. His name is Dean Nazar and he's eight years old. Can you just introduce yourself? Hello. Say hello to the listeners. Hello, listeners. Right. What is your name and how old are you? I think I've already said that, but I'd rather you say it yourself. My name is Dean Nazar and I am eight years old. Okay, and what are you doing on the show tonight? You're a host, you're a co-host in a way, but a, more of a guest on my show tonight. So, and who are you uh, compared to my, are you related to me? Yes. Yes, you're my son, is that correct? 
Yes. And how? What are you here for tonight? To uh, give some advice on what? What? What do you actually do? Kickboxing. Oh, you do do kickboxing. Great. Okay. So, listeners, today obviously uh, it'll be more on kickboxing. I am also um, a karate coach. Um, uh, I have actually also got qualifications as a boxing coach with the ABA. So I have been moving around from different martial arts. I have done Thai boxing for a few years, um, uh, self-defense as well. So I am quite versatile in, in a lot of the martial arts that I actually do teach. Um, I am was actually a I am a boxing coach myself, but uh, at the moment in time I'm, I specialize more in the kickboxing element of stuff. So Dean, without further ado, how long have you been training? Two to three years. Two to three years, and how many times a week do you go? Three times a week. And do you do any training at home? Yes. And how many times is that? Three times. Wow, it's quite a lot for a young kid. Hmm? I suppose with a father like myself, then obviously we do trying to push the kids quite a bit. Have you had any gradings and everything at club? Uh, you got a couple of belts or not? Yes. Wow, that's really good. Any competitions? Yes. And how many competitions have you been to? Four. And how many fights have you had in total? Ten. Ten fights? That's a lot of fights for an eight-year-old. And what, did you win all of them? No. Well, you haven't won them all. How many did you lose? Two. That's not bad. It's not bad going for an eight-year-old. I remember being eight years myself, just about starting martial arts. I think I was about seven and a half coming up to eight years old. Had no fights in the first year. Started fighting when I was about nine years old, to be honest. It was karate that I did. Oh. So, hopefully later on today, Dean, uh, letter part, we can maybe show us a couple of demonstrations on what you know. Listeners, feel free to send us any messages that you might have regarding children's training and martial arts. And the number to, to actually leave a message and WhatsApp apps us on is SMN messages are 0779 Right, as for martial arts, obviously today's mainly based on kickboxing karate. Um, I was, a, I have been a coach and doing this for uh, many, many years. Uh, at the moment, I only specialize in kids' kickboxing classes. Um, I don't really teach anything else at the moment. Um, I'm also busy, personally, myself coming up with a boxing fight we've got due coming up. Again, that'll be discussed in, on the second part of the show. Coming back onto the kickboxing, Dean. So, where have you actually gone uh, to? Where do you actually do your training? In a club? In a hall? I mean, where is it that you actually t do training? In a club. Yeah, in a club. So, is it uh, the hall is where St Peter's Church? Yes. Okay, so you train there and anywhere else? Ultimate athlete. Okay, so that's, I believe, in Kingsway at the moment. So, yeah, they've got training places there. They've got bags set up. So it's quite good for training, I suppose, for the younger kids. Um, and at home, you've got equipment at home as well that your dad uses? Yes. Yeah, I mean, we've got some stuff at home. We've got some bags. And I recommend this for all the parents, even though maybe you're not quite aware of how to use hand pads or anything else. Um, it's straight, straightforward, left glove, right glove as it were, and you just hold them for the kids to punch. And my advice to all parents is maybe invest in a, a pair of 
shields, uh, a kick shield, or a pair of hand pads. And all you do is just put your arms through them and hold them, and, and the child basically does a round or two on them, and you time them ra- time rounds. So what else do you do part of your training then, Dean? Do you actually do, what's the lesson based on? I mean, do you do skipping? Would you do pad? What is it that you actually do in the class? I do skipping, some exercises, shadow fighting and some fighting. Okay. What about bags? Is there any bags that we hit as well? Yes. Yeah. Um, and any, any fighting practice? Do you pra- practice with the other students? Yes. Are there other children in the class as well, are they? Yes. And how do they get on? Good. Do they like fighting? Some of them. Some of them. Okay. Right. So hopefully, I'm going to show a couple of basic exercises. Yeah. And obviously, um, for for beginners and intermediate and advanced. So, guys, this doesn't necessarily mean it's just it's just for people that are interested in martial arts because. You know, warming up exercises uh, are for anybody. And even with pads, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a boxer, martial artist to use pads. What you find is it's a lot more fun. And getting your child to just, you know, just do a jab and a cross, a left and a right punch, for example, on, on, on a bit of equipment, really, it, it serves a good purpose. It, it keeps them interested and motivated. What do you think, Dean? Do you enjoy hitting the pads in the bags or do you actually prefer doing the actual sparring? Actual sparring. Yeah, I mean, we do get time to die kids that actually prefer the sparring. But again, what we try to do is build up to the sparring. You know, when a child first comes, he first needs to know the basic techniques of how to do a jab, cross, kicks, etc. And then how to defend them. Uh, and then obviously we put them on the bag and give them, show them the power element side on, on a weighted bag. Then we show on, on the speed board, we'll actually show the speed. So we're not really hitting it at our full force, but we're kind of moving around, dodging the ball and working off that. We then move on to pads. So they do the stuff on there. And then final uh, section would be actually in the ring or on mats, depending on what style of fighting that they're doing. So that's really the format of what we teach and how we teach. So hopefully we are going to be um, getting ready for to do a quick demonstration. It's only going to be for about five or ten minutes. So you guys, if you have any questions or any messages, please, by all means, send them in. Right. Uh, someone's actually sent in uh, an SMS message for us. And thank you very much for that. Uh, it says, Salam, brother. What are the main benefits of martial arts for children? Now, there's a lot of benefits, to be, on, uh, to be honest, for martial arts in general. Not so much just for the children. Um, but uh, answering your question on that note, for children, it's fun. It's interesting for them. It's a, it's, a, it's a way of life, martial arts. And you know, they should all be doing something. So whether it's kickboxing, karate, boxing, you know, MMA, you know, there's many different martial arts, especially here in, in Luton, there's quite a few different martial arts. I say, you know, take your son around to the different classes, meet the different stu- instructors. You might, for some reason, not like a particular instructor. This child might get on better where, where he's got his other friends along there. Have a little look. So the benefit, I think, are, are many benefits for children. A, for one, is the fitness level. It improves their fitness. So they get fit, whether they are slightly overweight or whether they are need to put on a bit of weight. When they come into the classes, the appetite builds up, they get hungry, they're, they're completely tired. So most people, when we finish our class and they actually go home afterwards, they find out that children, parents are saying that they within 10, 15 minutes, 
they're going to bed. They want to go to sleep. So that's another benefit, really. They don't, you know, cause any problems when they are tired. They want to sort of go home and go to sleep. Many other benefits for martial arts for the kids. You know, they're learning a way of a form of defending themselves. So as they get older, you know, they start to know what contact is about, and they start to know, you know, what distance is from people. So when they have this uh, someone that may one day, you know, trying to bully them, they'll be able to hopefully handle themselves and and be be confident. I think more more than anything else, be confident in what you know, so that we don't really sometimes, you know, the art of fighting doesn't mean we have to fight you know sometimes you know when you see these bullies sometimes when they look around to see who they're going to pick on they normally look at easy prey targets that they think are very easy targets for them to get away by bullying them and if they see somebody very assertive and full of confidence what they find what you'll find most of the time is the bullies will leave you alone you know so you know that's another uh, benefit of martial arts for the children it gives them a, a, a something to concentrate and put their energy towards channel towards that keeps them off the street you know when little kids hang around into places that I, I when I was younger there was community centers where there was pool there was uh, arcade machines okay all great to mingle with people and everything else but you know I think something positive needs to come out of this and you know when you're putting the hard effort in you want to see results and hence why martial arts is a way forward whatever martial art it is I'm I'm all up for martial arts I don't mind someone who comes to training in my class and leaves after a year or two and they're going somewhere else as long as they're going somewhere I know that the children are still getting trained they're going to be fit when they're older they, you know and the body does tone up very quickly and even uh, for the personal training side of things what do they recommend for children for training you know, can you believe this? They, they average it at 45 minutes over a five-day period per day. So that's sort of, that's why if you notice, nearly all the schools have a curriculum, uh, I think they all do, but they have some form of PE or they'll have a break where they're expecting you not to stay in, you know, and do your homework, normally to go out and, and mingle with people, socialize, or, or do some kind of physical type training. And you'll find a lot of the boys, especially running around, playing football, etc. Right, so Dean, sorry about that. You might be getting a bit bored for that part, but right, we're gonna now just go through a couple of bits, if you don't mind. Gonna demonstrate for us what I'm gonna tell you to do. Hopefully, you're gonna go through a basic warm up, what we do in a class. Just a couple of little moves and showing beginning movements and intermediate and then advanced type so that they have alternatives. If somebody, for example, let's just call any exercise, the top one which everyone knows comes to my head is press ups. Those who can't do a full press up, not to worry, guys. We are gonna show you alternatives to that. There are three quarter positions and a box press up. So we're gonna go through that individually. Just a couple of basic exercises. We're gonna show you a little bit of a warm up on what we do for the kids. Obviously, they do a lot of skipping we're not going to demonstrate that everybody knows you know how to skip i suppose or what skipping entails uh, and then we're going to just show you maybe one or two little bits on on pads really um i hope you all enjoy this okay dean you ready for a little demo yes okay then let's go let's have a look right you all right so we're just going to go through very basic stuff in the class. So what we would do, and you know, these exercises doesn't mean these are just what you do in my class. These are type of basic type of exercises that we should be doing wherever we go. 
okay? So whether you're in a gym, I use some of this as my warm-up. Obviously, in a gym, it's slightly different. If I've got a treadmill, I've got a ski machine, I've got many other rowers, etc. I'll use one of those. Why? Because I don't have that in my house. Well, actually, I do. I have a running machine. I have a... Uh, uh, sorry, a treadmill, I have a cross trainer, I have a couple of things at my house, but most people don't have that at their house. And to be honest, best to take the benefits of that. And the benefits are, if I haven't got that at my house, I'll use it there. It makes no sense for me to lie down at the gym on a mat, basically, and start doing sit-ups, because I could do that at home. So we're going to go through very basic exercises, Dean. So if you can just demonstrate, for example, a basic warm-up that we would do in the class. Um, what we call this is uh, star jumps. Is that right word actually is jumping jacks. So nice and slow so that everybody can have a look. Hopefully just from the camera they can all see you. So let's have a little look at how they're, they're done. Excellent. Perfect. So when we're doing this, the arms are staying up. Let's keep going out and in. Obviously, a, beginning, a beginner's version of that would be just one side at a time, then coming back into the middle, then going back to the other side. So that would be the big complete beginner who's never done anything before. The next stage of that would be the middle position, which is medium speed, out and in. So we're going out with our legs, out with the, up with the hands, and then back in. And obviously someone who knows what they're doing, who's done this before. Coordination as well for the children. Come slightly forward and balance. So they stay balanced and they're coordinating their arms and their legs at the same time. Okay, brilliant. So that's one basic exercise that we do. So I'm just going to shout out a couple of exercises and you're going to show them. Can you show me how to do um, another exercise comes to my mind? Mountain climbers. Now this is quite a straightforward exercise. As the name entails, mountain. It's like climbing up a mountain but we're not actually climbing a mountain. So, down position on your hands and your feet, okay? And all we're doing is trying to bring our knees towards our chest. So, let's have a little demonstration of a basic, nice and easy position on how to do mountain climbers. And again, one leg goes forward towards your knee, the other leg goes, extends right back. Now, the beginner position, who's not done this before, the, it would be just one forward, then goes back, the other knee comes forward towards the chest, then extending your legs out, okay? Or leaning on your arms, like a press-up position, bringing in one knee forward, then back. Intermediate position now, or an intermediate exercise, would be just jumping from one leg to the other, okay, without any rest. And obviously advance would be someone who's not actually putting his uh, feet on the floor, only one foot touches, the other one's raised off, and you're bringing your knee right up to your chest, okay? Okay, Dean, that'll do. Okay, so these are the basic exercises to help warm up the heart rate, really. And basically, keep the heart rate going, yeah, and increase our flexibility slightly, and warm our blood for, to do the rest of the work. There's many other exercises, we're not going to go through everything today, just a couple of them, just so we have an idea of what we've been doing. Okay, another exercise, Dean, just quite, quite hard one, this one. Um, even the adults, I find, when I'm teaching personal training for the adults, they find it's hard to do. And... As the name is, the name is burpees. Now, the way this is done, first of all, you come down to the floor with your hands. Your legs go all the way back to extended position, like a press-up position. Then your legs come forward. Both knees come forward rather than just the one like the mountain climbers. And then you jump up in the air. So doing it slowly. Position one, that'll be two. That's three. So one hands down, two legs go back and forward. Three, we jump up in the air. Okay? So again break this down into slower position hands down legs back legs forward stick to ISM please hands down legs back legs forward legs up 
Six, and that is the full burpees position. And again, when you get a little bit better at this, we can maybe try to do, if you go full speed, 20 to 30 of these. Yeah? And this will bring up your heart rate. And you're working all your muscles here, okay? Because you're extending your legs, you're working your core, you're working your arms, you're working nearly enough, most of your muscle groups there, all in one. Okay, that'll do. Excellent. Good job. Now, that is the basic first part of warming up and basically getting a heart rate up. The second part would be during training would be the strength part. So we need to condition the body to make it stronger. Yeah. So to increase our strength. Now, a couple of exercises, very basic one that everybody knows, but I've seen a lot of people doing this wrong. Are the basic push-ups, okay? Known as press-ups. So the basic position on your arms. Yeah. Weight on your hands and your feet at the back. Leg straight, back straight, okay? So, that's how it's normally done. That position, and we're gonna go straight down to the floor and all the way up. So let's see you do four or five of those. Sit, perfect, okay? Right, these are quite hard to do. So, sit back. So, we break this down. So if you're having difficulties in doing a full press up, the first stage would be the box press up. So we're actually in a box shape, yeah. like a box. Okay, so that's a square shape like a box. And these are very easy. I'm sure if you've never done a press-up in your life, you'll have no problem doing 15, 10 to 15 of these all day long. So just demonstrate that, please, if you can, Dean. So we're just going towards the floor, okay? So in this position, you've got, you know, less than 50% weight on your arms and chest. So you should be able to hold 50% of your weight on your, on your body, off your body, on your arms, chest and shoulders. The next stage is, once you can do, say, 20 of those, we're going to three-quarter position. Now, three-quarters of his body weight is going to be lifted with his arms and his chest and his shoulders. That's the quarter at the back there, from the knees going down to the feet. That's not actually going to be weighted. So, slightly forward, that's it, off you go. Just do three or four of those. That would be a three-quarter position, because three-quarters of his weight is actually got on his arms and working on the chest and shoulders. And obviously, we've been through the full press-up position already, which is a full weight that he's got, okay? Okay, excellent. Right, one more exercise for now, or a couple more. Yeah, would be sit-ups on your back, young man. Okay, and let's have a look. Up and down. Very straightforward. That's the harder position with his hands there. A little bit easier would be swinging your arms up to come up. That'll help you come up, squeezing the abs tight, going back down again. And the main thing to remember is as long as, keep going, his shoulder blades come off the floor. We don't need to go all the way up to the top. That'll be probably enough. Up you get, last exercise. Up, squats, arms forward. Okay, this gives you a little bit of strain on your shoulders. So you're working the shoulders by holding your arms up. Okay, and bending down, keeping your back straight and coming up, which works the whole of the legs. So we're looking the quads at the front, the hamstrings at the back, and we've got the two muscles, the soleus and the gastrocnemius, the bottom of your calves. Most everything's working all in one, as well as your glutes. Very good when you tighten your core, also working your core. You're working your shoulders and your arms are there as well. Right, that's what we've got. we're coming up to nearly our break, halfway through our few minutes. Just going to give you a quick demo on your boxing. So let's have a quick look on the boxing gloves. Right, are you okay? Right, just very simple. We're just going to show you some very little basic techniques. No, no power, nothing, just to show a little technique. What I want to see is a one-two. So we're just going to be showing, okay? There you go, excellent. Let's have a little bit more power this time. One-two. One-two hook, uppercut maybe. And again. And again. 
Okay, not bad. Let's go through a 10 punch combination, which allows us to go a little bit further. We're attacking, we're going to be basically coming out of the way and attacking back. Ready? Let's go. My bad. Let's go again. I messed that one up. And so we've got 10 punches with one combination going down. So we've got jab, cross, hook, uppercut, cross, ducking down, cross, hook, uppercut, cross. Faster. Okay, a little bit of kickboxing to go with this. Let's have a little look at two punches followed by a roundhouse kick. Set a little bit more effort. Good. And again, remember to swing the arm down when we're doing that. Okay, good. Move over. Let's have a little look at a different, this is very basic. Let's have a look at front leg front kick. And again, then three punches, one, two hook. And again. Okay, good, excellent. Let's have a look at side kick. So, side kick, we'll be changing stance, maybe easier. Let's have a look at side kick. And again, a bit harder. Good, so body turns to the side. It's a side kick. Reverse leg kick, it's the opposite to a roundhouse kick. So, he's using the back of his foot this time. Okay, so that would be a reverse. The opposite of that is the front kick. Let him do that and make it harder for him. Round kick with that leg. There he goes. And again, we haven't practiced this at home. I didn't expect him to do this. And the reverse with the same leg. Not bad. And a side kick with the same leg. Okay, let's punch it out. And excellent, Dean. Thank you very much. Right, guys, we're just coming up to our halfway break now. And I hopefully I'll see you on the other half of the break with our boxing coach. I'll introduce him when he comes in. And we're going to go through our boxing techniques and anything you need to know about boxing. Without further ado, okay, I'll just see you straight after the short break. This is Atik Malik here from the Ask Your Lawyer Show. Do you know your legal rights? Do you have any questions about immigration law? Or need advice regarding employment law? Get your questions answered by a panel of experts on the Ask Your Lawyer Show. Catch us every Monday from 7pm onwards, either on 105.1 FM or Facebook Live, or on a podcast such as iTunes or Spotify. You can even tune in on the website as the show is on, on www.ispirofm.org. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Hello viewers and welcome back to the Health and Fitness Show. Your host for tonight is Leo Nazar. I think quite a few of you guys are quite familiar with my voice. Um, uh, the number to call in uh, to actually give messages on, sorry, tonight you will not take direct calls. So you can SMS us, message us on WhatsApp on 0779 We're Sorry we're not taking any direct calls tonight so it's been quite hectic for date for me today as well and i had to obviously sort out my young son who was going to be one of the uh, guests on the show uh, as well as getting the boxing coach and I'm gonna, without any further ado we're gonna get him to introduce himself and first of all a great thank you for you grant for actually coming in for the show tonight on short notice no um, and i'll let you introduce yourself and hello grant and who are you hello um yeah, my name is Grant Walpole. Um, I'm a semi-pro boxer and coach. I've been boxing now for just under 15 years. Wow. Um, and yeah, so um, I'm here today to talk a little bit about boxing and, um, and your upcoming fight, Leo. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 
guys as you know that I'm also a boxing coach I haven't done it that long my I've been close up to 10 years 8 to 10 years I've done boxing many years ago I did stop boxing and went into kickboxing uh, more and specialized in that but yeah as, as Grant has mentioned um, which we weren't going to mention straight this early <laughs> as the show it's going to be for the last <laughs> 60 seconds or so there is a, a show that he's organizing and part of and that promotions I'll let him uh, let you know on that um, and I believe that's on the 6th of April? 6th of April yeah um, uh, Rawberry Promotions we do another boxing show in Dunstable this will be our 5th whereabouts is that in Dunstable? Uh, Dunstable Conference Centre Oh, okay. I know where that is. Past the lights, just by the double, just past the double roundabout. If you're going past, there's on your left hand side. That's correct. Yeah, on the oh, main okay. high street. Oh wow! And uh, what they're gonna have there? So, um, like I said, we offer semi-pro boxing. So we're gonna have uh, 15 bouts on the night, um, and it's just a great experience, really. Like a lot of uh, we get a mix type of crowd, uh, families, uh, guys who like to come out and just have a good time. and It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about for the some of certain viewers? Um, yep. Being Muslim, I mean, where can they go? I mean, I, I know it's a mixed place, but I mean, can there somewhere they can get meet up there and be out of the way somewhere? Or? Yeah, of course. Like we, we still get a lot of, uh, of religious uh, people come to the event. Um, obviously, there's uh, Muslim boxers. Um, so we, we do offer a, a seated area, which is upstairs, and there's no bar and no alcohol upstairs. Oh, so, uh, yeah, so um, we accommodate for everyone. Yeah. So bar there's a bar downstairs and alcohol, but upstairs they're not allowed to, uh, basically, there's no bar, no alcohol. So that's upstairs. correct, yeah, that's correct, yeah. So if, if someone wants to get alcohol, they have to go downstairs. Oh, so, wow. And, yeah. and how much are the tickets? Uh, so standard tickets are £30, and the seated tickets would be £35. Okay, and yeah. is there anything else, uh, group tables or anything like that? They've always uh, Yeah, not on this show. Uh, we, we, we try to run at least three shows a year, uh, two shows like this, and then um, a third dinner show which oh. there would be tables um but for this show no oh okay no worries okay coming back to what we're going to do ask is there any viewers that like i said feel free to text us any questions that, that you might have and again the number is on oh triple seven nine four eight one eight double two and to show this this part of the show now is just to do with boxing so whether it's children's boxing or adults boxing questions you have fire away and we'll do our best obviously message us and we'll let you know live on air what to do right Grant what else do you actually do you have kids in the classes that you guys do or is it just for adults I mean no yeah so we offer kids classes uh, two separate kids classes um, where are you based so Hot Coring Amateur Boxing Club um, I've been there I've been there ever since I started. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like I say, I started there as a young youngster myself. I was 14 when I started, um, and and now, yeah, now I've got into coaching as well as fighting. Um, so we offer two classes um, from kids from uh, seven till nine, uh, which is five till six uh, p.m., and then uh, the following class uh, six till seven, which is the teenagers basically. But um, yeah. Uh, anything for the younger children. Um, like I say, we, we, we tend to st uh, start classes from like seven uh, upwards, but if, um, 
if the six-year-old is is very interested, for example, then they can come down. Wow, six-year-old yeah. for boxing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. And what do they do when they do come at that age? Because I'm sure at that well, age be a little bit early for. Of course, we just tried, yeah, we try to make it as fun as possible. Um, so rather than it being like a regimented session, we're trying to engage the young person in um, and just having a bit of fun, letting off a bit of steam, and uh, trying to still trying to instill a bit of discipline and um, and technique. But yeah, try and make it as fun as possible. Right, we're getting some of these questions firing in actually, and uh, I mean, all I do is read out what's, what they've actually put in. Someone's actually asked me about karate, about enrolling her daughter. Well, the karate classes I no longer do at the moment. I'm, I'm only just specializing in kickboxing for the children, and we will be starting to pick up maybe later on with some other classes incorporating that. But at the moment, it's just because I've got a busy schedule. I've dropped down from the karate and kickboxing. I did boxing before that as well, to be quite honest. I dropped that a few years ago because I was so busy. I even had a basic MMA class, but we stopped all that, and all we're doing is kickboxing. So yes, I would recommend karate would be probably perfect for a young lady that wants to start. By all means, have, get her to have a look at the kickboxing classes that we do do. If that much that might be of an interest to her, but failing that karate, top of my head, you know there are many karate practitioners. Um, in Luton, my brother, my older brother, is uh, also a karate expert and has been doing this for many, many years. Um, I believe he was a brown belt when I started, and he's still doing karate ever since. He does do other martial arts, if I recall properly, but I think karate is his number one bread and butter so he prefers that to teach that so by all means at the end of the show you can get my number details those who don't have my number by all means i'm a personal trainer i think you all guys know i'm actually training at fitness anytime fitness in the town grant's been coming here talking about training at the place coming down helping me out with the training for boxing yeah i mean being a, a coach is one thing but when you're actually competing grant is a, is a mm. complete different ball game isn't it it is um not just physically but mentally as well uh, because there's a lot of pressure but um but i, I always encourage uh, people to to get in to some type of uh, combat sport even if like i say if you don't take it up competitively just to do the training because it's great um health wise but um it's great for confidence and self esteem as well mm -hmm. so i'm always uh, trying to trying to encourage people yeah yeah, I mean, I, I remember when I, I used to be competing many years ago, I did, I did some fights in kickboxing. I'd done quite well, to be quite honest. But, uh, you know, nowadays I haven't been in the ring for a boxing fight. The last time I went into a boxing ring was over, I'll be quite honest, guys, over 12 to 15 years ago. So climbing back in the ring now and actually having a full contact fight with somebody, you know, it's you know kind of odd for me uh it's not normal I'm, i've not done this kind of training for a little while fitness side i'm not too bad i do some fitness training anyway but obviously uh, i'm glad grants come along to help me out with my training i need a decent coach obviously that knows how to train people uh it's difficult when you're actually competing yourself mm -hmm. to get the training in yourself when you're really tired you need someone to do the pads you need someone to promote push you motivate you and i um, really want to say thank you here live in front of everybody to say like thank you for taking your time out to come down and help me out no worries me prepped up for the show i mean the result will should reflect i mean I, will. I don't i mean i've been training really hard I, I expect the other guy to be training hard as well you know i did i do remember a few years ago we did actually train up to compete in uh, boxing um, sometimes it's very hard to get matches and when you do get someone matched up they can for some reason have an injury during training that's right that's one of the 
the sticking points in in promoting a show but yeah like injuries are common in in combat sport um I've been injured plenty of times like right now I've 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 got a ruptured bicep at the moment so I've, I've been out on the sidelines for the past few months but uh yeah but you know training's been well training's been going well for your fight um I can't wait to see you back in the ring man Yes guys that those all these guys who want to see me I just could let you guys know it's the 6th of April the conference center in Dunstable we will be putting something up later on for uh, any guys that want to make donations and um, I'll I'll discuss that on a separate note those people who need to contact me for any information or any other advice on on training on martial arts or anything else I think you all now are quite familiar with my number those who are not it's 07956456321 uh, question here again would you recommend boxing over MMA well uh, over martial arts actually you know to be quite honest when I first started I started with karate and uh, I went to have a, a sparring match with a, a couple of people and they were in different styles and uh, they punched me all over the place because karate I'll be quite honest is very good but they don't do very much limited punches to the face I had to then go hand in hand with the boxing class that I went to many many years ago Okay, um, and that was running Luton as well. There was only two clubs, I think, at that time when I was. I'm, I'm looking back, good 25, 26 years ago, um, and I went and done the boxing because I had to have the boxing in line with my karate, so that that would give me the hands and the legs. The karate for competitions, we weren't allowed to punch to the face. So obviously we're good at kicking and we're good at punching the body, but we're not allowed to score anything by punching to the face. And boxing did me proud. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I left boxing because two reasons. One was every time I got punched on my nose, I used to get nosebleed, mm -hmm. and that took ages to heal up and you know to stop bleeding, and it got me quite upset. And that uh, happened to me as well when I was when I first started. I uh, I used to suffer wow. badly with nosebleeds as well. And then what happened? Did they? Burn? I, just, I said no, no. I, I think I just got done my quarter zones, yeah. but I think you have to be minimum quarter ten or twelve. Yeah. Quarters or quarter yeah. me. I think yeah. was it ten or twelve years of age? Then yeah. you can't do it till then. But until then, uh, I think it was twelve or thirteen when they did it. And after that was different yeah and i could at least i could take a punch or two and my nose didn't start you know pouring out with blood and the second thing was obviously it was a bit hard for me because i started off with a kicking martial art mm. uh, so when i used to get a bit frustrated with the boxing i'll throw a kick <laughs> and the instructor said look you know what mate it's best i think for you to move into kickboxing yeah what do you do i said i've done karate and i've done boxing he said mate i think you're better off to do kickboxing because that'll probably suit you because in the ring you cannot hit anybody with a kick you know in a boxing ring it's mm. a boxing fight yeah and you know at that time you know because of my nose at the time i did take that advice and i moved into kickboxing and took it really serious after that i did over 10 years of kickboxing after i did 10 years of karate mm. Um, so now coming back to the boxing game, yeah, it's very hard. So answering this question, you know, uh, different opinions. Obviously, the boxers prefer the boxing. I, I'd say, I, Grant. Do you know what? Uh, um, to answer th th this question, I'll just uh, say get me to combat sport, man. It, yeah, you know, I agree with it, that. It, it doesn't matter if it's boxing, karate, kickboxing, you know, anything like that. It's mm -hmm. gonna help the young person. Like I say, their their confidence, their self esteem, just being able to uh, look after them, and it's also. Um, Introducing them to different peer groups as well. Of course it is. Um, so yeah, and getting them to socialise, I think, is important as well. Hundred percent, because it's, it's, that's a uh, nowadays young children, uh, teenagers. You know, it's all computer games, this that and the other. So 
yeah, it's good to, for them to socialize, hundred percent. But in all fairness, I think for for boxing point of view, especially now that I've got a different view on boxing, you know, boxing is natural more. Again, the movements when you ask someone to hit someone, say for example, they don't normally stick out leg out. Mm. They normally hit with the hand. When they, someone defends anything, they don't normally defend with their knees or anything. They they normally bring a hand up. So the, the the reactions and the actions of boxing are already naturally drilled inside us. Yeah, nine times out of you ten, know? when you have a fight at school or on the street someone's going to try to punch you so, yeah. yeah it's not going to be he trying to kick me unless you're on the floor most of the time yeah. So and the fitness for boxing I'm going to say it's another issue it's I mean, nothing I, like it is it yeah I've done a lot of fitness training I'm a personal trainer I've done a lot of other martial arts but the fitness that you go through the boxing it is absolutely demanding mm-hmm. and you know with the with the boxing okay people have said oh it's only two weapons because it is it's just the two hands mm-hmm. the two, two, two fists yeah but so everything's relied on that and you know you learn so much and I think boxing answering your question mate I think they're both just as good I think anything it does, we're not picking between a martial art here like Grant had said here I think the best thing to do is go around see the different schools see the different instructors first pick which style of fighting that you want to do see what you're interested in maybe most places will do a first free lesson if not is a discounted lesson mm-hmm. okay go down have a look get them in involved, you know, speak to the instructors and see what, what they think. Yeah. I think it's very important that every child, to be honest, does some fight kind of fitness I, 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 and definitely some kind of self-defense I or agree. martial art. 100%. Whether it's boxing, kickboxing, karate, kung fu, whatever. Definitely. Yeah. I, I'm a big Especially in, in this day and age, I think it's just... It's not so much for them to be able to... Yes, it is that they need to be able to feel confident. And I think it's also for the fitness part. It's also so that they get out of the house. I mean, there are other activities that they can do. But I think obesity is getting to be a big problem. Mm -hmm. So I think people, instead of everybody joining gyms, when you're that young, you can't join a gym. You can't join a gym at eight years old. But also, I know a lot of people, you know, don't like to train and do fitness stuff because um, it's boring where you know if you go to a boxing gym or something else you're just switching up a little bit it's a little bit fun yeah you know what I mean and I, I know like for example my boxing club there's um there's a lot of people that go down there that don't compete they go there just to keep fit yeah you know and I think it's very good it's an all-round fitness hitting a bag or pads and on the move before you know it you've done over 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. you know or, and you've lost loads of weight and you, you know you lost loads of sweat and you know you worked extremely hard and before you know it, you couldn't you couldn't do that standing on a treadmill walking you know it's uh, so five, five minutes on a treadmill oh. feels like an hour yeah it's absolutely <laughs> agonizing when you're looking around yeah. so a lot of people put on some music whatever but those are the people that do it regular I think boxing or any type of training like this is very good when they give you not just a, a space because a lot of places I've been to when I was younger karate was just an, on, on a hall on a hall floor if you had a floor you didn't have that was it no mm. it, it needs to be a little bit more fun as well and I think using bags speed balls pads you know all this makes it more versatile and more interesting for children as well as adults so coming back to your boxing uh, what about the adults are they adults in the classes as well or are they separate days to the children or are they later on in the same same day yeah so we run our sessions on a tuesday and thursday like i said uh, the kid the kid session five till six and six till seven uh-huh. and the adults is uh, seven till nine um and uh, yeah so we've, we've got a lot of uh, competitive fighters in the gym uh, adults um so yeah it's uh, any of them fighting on the show yeah we've got a few we've got a few uh for example my uh my younger sister she's fighting on the show oh, she wow yeah she's 15 years of age 
Actually, I do remember her training with you many years ago. That's right. You yeah. know, I, I remember when I used to be at the gym in Dunstable, the recreation centre there. Um, we used to go training there together on the weights, and I remember him training his daughter. And I looked at her and I thought, you know what? Very, very good in the making. I, I already knew that was a champion in the making. So, uh, how's she doing with her fights? She's winning them. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's had six. Wow. And one six. Um, Has she? Yeah, and in between this time, she's she's had the uh, had about a year and a half out because she uh, she broke her shoulder as well. So, um, but she's doing really well at the moment. And, and how old is she? Like I said, she's fifteen now. Fifteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, she started when she was six years old. Wow. Yeah. And she's fighting on the show as well, I take it. Yeah, she's fighting on the show, man. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah I mean, I saw her the last time on the show, mm-hmm. which was what, three three months ago? About three months show. ago, yep. Yeah, she did really well. Um, very good. Very fast with her hands. But again, you know, having a, a person like you as a brother and a mentor and her coach, really, it, it does push and motivate in, and her to train that much harder. Mm-hmm. Does she actually go to the club as well and train with? Yes, yeah, so she yes yeah, she trains with uh, in the seniors with with me on a on a Tuesday and Thursday, um, and a Sunday as well. Uh, so she she trains when she's fighting. She trains four times a week. Um, oh okay. Yeah. So. Um, give her some time for some leisure as well yeah, but it's, yeah. it's a bit like what we're doing we, I've done this morning training and we're going again after this that's right yeah. so sometimes yes. I do twice a day so what would you recommend for someone who's who just wants to stay fit what sort of how many times do you think they should be coming boxing just to stay fit and active and what do you think the difference would be between them and someone who wants to actually fight or deciding to get fit to enter the ring yeah so like someone who wants to get fit I, I try to recommend you know try and train uh, you know three times a week you know but um and, but one of them sessions could be boxing the other two sessions could be something else um, but if 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 you really want to compete and you really want to fight then like I say it's uh, at least four times a week and um, like for example like you just said there you train twice today mm-hmm. so when I'm fighting um, yeah I train twice a day as well um, <laughs> which a lot of people don't see they don't see that, that type <laughs> of stuff but, uh, but yeah so I always say a minimum of uh, three times a week for someone who just wants to keep fit um but yeah yeah guys you know with with fighting as well you know when i go and see fights and even when my kids they go fight my my son won one fight recently last week in watford uh bushy and few quite i took like <clears throat> nine was it nine fighters that actually went and uh, out of nine eight of them won mm-hmm. so they all came back with their little is a little trophies and whatever else that they've actually won so they brought those back home and it's you know it's a good encouragement for the kids but what i'm trying to say is i think when it comes down to training uh, and and competitions i don't really pressure the kids or have a go at them if they lose it's not the win or lose i'm, I'm after Mm-mm. is one to see 101 101% commitment and effort when they're actually fighting as long as you've done your best and this is i'm not just saying this because i'm fighting to me wherever i go as long as my kid has done his best i've seen him do no better in the club i'm happy with him one of my kids he had two fights one of the children when i say my kids kids from my from my club um they were in last week's luton news so those one will check up the last pages they're on there he's had two of the trophies because he had two separate fights and won both but in the first fight when he come off he come up to me and i said to him i'm not happy and his dad said why he's won it wasn't the win it's that wasn't your best i'm not happy with that whether you won the other guy because you were better than him or you were sharper than him slightly that wasn't your best and i expect your best on the second fight that he had which was about and um, was it two hours or so later hour and a half two hours later he had his second fight 
and he he won that as well so that he ended up with two trophies but he really did do his best and then i was very proud of him hmm. and that's why i say to all my guys i'm not worried about that you didn't win a trophy or you didn't win a fight all i want to see is give it everything you got and if you train really hard in the club and that normally goes with anywhere you go you train hard your fighting becomes that much easier mm-hmm. you've done this before you're just going through the motions now okay you've got a complete stranger that you're fighting against you've probably never seen him before apart from that that nerve there that you might have and of course those are people watching you in your hometown mm. <laughs> but uh, you know at the end of the day what we're trying to say is that is all it really is you've done the training so mm. you should be able to train extra hard people think you know we'll don't worry i'll make that up in the ring what you need to do is make that up outside of the ring so you train your best well, would you would you agree with that i agree think, and leave uh, it all for the ring definitely no i agree and i think um Another point as well is we said about the hundred percent commitment. That's what you want to see. I think it's transferable into life as well. Like you can, they can take that into school or into into work. About always giving their best, the hundred percent. Whereas if in training or in fighting, if they're cutting corners, then you, you know you're kind of laying foundations for them to cut corners in in other ways. In everything. That yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like like you said, hundred um, percent. You know, you train train hard and you fight easy that's the saying and it's true man all the hard work is done in in the training where no one which no one sees and then um come fight night you know you you know you know you've you've not leave left any stone unturned you know what i mean like you say if you're in the ring you know win or lose you know that you've done everything you possibly can to um yeah yeah i mean there has to be a winner there has to be a loser we all we all know that, but at the end of the day, as long as like he's like Grant saying, you've done your best, you've done your training, and you know you get the other guy sometimes better on the day, or he's just a better fighter. It's all learning anyway. Yeah, like, it's a learning curve. I think definitely, hundred really. percent. Take that with you to your next fight, mm-hmm. and when you fight again, you think, hang on, what happened here? And then the next time, you're going to be that much better. Mm-hmm. A lot of these fighters that I knew, I remember when my other my kids used to fight, they they lost the first one, went to a tournament. It was a national competition. It was a karate, kickboxing, MMA, not MMA, free style competition so that means any type of style tank sudo karate kickboxing kung fu any of those mixed with it kicking and punching the head this is what normally competitions we enter and but it was a national one we weren't ready for a national the first competition they went i remember one of the boys uh, he had one and the other sorry one first one of my boys had five and the other one had eight or nine and one hmm. and then the set of my other boy he had one and the other one had ten clear points and that was it because they were from Belgium, Norway. And I saw that. I said to my kids, you know, we're not going on this fight because we're not ready. Mm. It's our first court. And they lost. They said, no, we're going to still fight. So and then they p- picked up from there. They went to next fight. So a lot of the champions that I know that become champions, not all of them have won. In fact, 90% of them plus haven't won all their fights. Of course not. This yeah? is, this they all start and by losing and then they start gaining the experience. Exactly. Feeling more confident in the ring and then they start winning. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. I don't know any champion really, to be honest, who's... Uh, maybe the entering Joshua is slightly different on the, yeah, but on the he, professional yeah but he's taken his losses in the amateurs as well the, yes. he's been stopped in the amateurs like, yeah. it makes you makes you who you are you learn from like I say you learn from experiences you know uh, the losses they, they build you into the character you are um, but I always like I say I always um, encourage uh, youngsters to get into into combat sports and as well because it's all about challenging yourself as well and I feel if you uh, not protect the kids, but if you if you don't expose them to these type of things, 
you know, earlier on, then it becomes more difficult for them. Like, say, later on in life, yeah. they're going to be reluctant to try and, um, you know, challenge themselves. They're going to second-guess themselves and doubt and that type of stuff. It's all about building self-esteem, um, which happens to me as well. You know, I took I, I took a loss in the title fight last year. Um, but it's like I say, it's how you build, build from that. You, 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 uh, you identify the mistakes you make and it makes you a bigger person and a better person and a better fighter, ultimately. Right, guys, just a quick one to say, you know, Grant, thank you very much for coming on to our show. Thanks for having me, man. No Appreciate problems. It. We might do it again sometime. Let's Definitely. Hope, or everybody, just to let you guys know, let me know if you want any tickets for the fight. Uh, we are going to be doing those. Come and see me. Support me. Maybe the more encouragement and shouts I get will make me, you know, boost up a little bit more courage and maybe give me a little bit boost of energy, really, yep. more than anything else, I think. Right, guys, we're just coming up to the end of the show now, so hopefully we'll see you on the next one, which will go to be in four weeks time it's the first thursday of every month um and again we're on inspire fm 105.1 and just saying goodbye to all the listeners and all the fans that we have and uh, thank you for tuning in and hopefully that we've done on a good show tonight and we'll see you hopefully in the next month maybe we might have fahad back next time um on our show he could be my co-host goodbye from me and Gassan, just say goodbye thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.